and vinyl here we are i'm guy i'm chip we are just starting our show and this is the first retrospective of the two and a half year old trip to connecticut yeah. <laughs> two and a half years in the making uh is it <laughs> been two and a half years june of 2019 wasn't it holy moly that's a long time ago yeah, yeah how we... the world has changed yes it has uh that was the mad hatters doing just won't leave on mask 45 it's a very rare 45 and i was fortunate enough to find that in the the uh, storage the stored records that we threw in a u-haul and brought back this way 63 i don't know you didn't, no date on that you didn't bring your uh 
You didn't bring your Google machine? <laughs> I didn't bring my Google machine, no. Let's see if there's any information on this little late February of 1966. 66? Okay. It's a group of high schoolers from Stamford, Connecticut, who traveled to New York City to record their only 45 in late February 1966. Wow. So that's it for the Mad Hatters. That's this it. is the entire catalog. Well, the other we just side. just heard it. The other oh, the side. Others? Oh, yes. The other side. We're not going to play Well, maybe that, we though. should flip it. Ah, I don't know. We could save that for another time. I mean, you know, if we have the opportunity to play the entire catalog. That would be something. Where are the Mad Hatters today? We must ask. I, you know, I don't know. One of our 13 listeners can certainly have the information and, and send it in. They might be on the Google machine right now as we speak. Okay, high so, schoolers. Wow. Let's 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 kind now, of now Stanford, Connecticut is isn't that the uh, the posh sub suburb where all the uh, like high finance kids I, grow up? Yeah, but isn't it? It's it's. I mean, it's certainly appropriate that we went to Connecticut to bring these records oh, yes, back. Yes, yes. So that might have something to do with it. So so for the people that don't remember, since it's been quite a long time ago. Um, we got a line through a series of friendships and family relationships that, uh, that there was a whole storage facility full of records back east and that they just needed to be removed and taken by somebody who really wanted records. Uh, and that was me. And so I drove by myself with the pod dog, Francis. We have a road show on this. Yes, yes, we do. But people might not remember. So I'm just, I'm I'm bringing. Go back and listen to some of our road show. Very very poorly recorded uh, field. Yes, we (laughs) had recordings. Field recordings. Yes, (laughs) I I drove uh, in like four days from Seattle to just north of New York City, basically, and met Chip there, and we spent a good day uh, with our good buddy Broom Spiro. Uh, loading up the the U-Haul with and and emptying the storage facility, and then uh, the next morning, Chip and I started back, and uh, we had quite the excursion. It was wonderful, wonderful trip. It was a great trip, and this is the this is the long planned and often uh, rescheduled retrospective show of the Connecticut record winnings. Well, I feel like this is an iceberg moment. Like, this is just the tip, right? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, there, we, we brought back so much music. Yes. I, I have I've whittled it down very significantly to, to records that I think that we'd like to play on this show or maybe a follow-up show. And there's a one, one big box of records, and, and that's very a very small representation of what was brought back. But these are really good ones. Um, probably, you know, the best ones. So I'll take this moment for a shout out to Jeremy. Thank you very much for your grandfather passing on this music to us. That was really incredibly generous. And Jeremy's dad, who... Jeremy's dad lives here. And, and... what's his name? Because he listens to the show. Uh, it's not coming to me at this moment. Uh, Don't put me on the, yeah, so <laughs> on I'm the sorry. spot like so that. So Jeremy's dad, we thank Harvey. you. Harvey. Harvey, that's right. Harvey, thank you so much. We, <laughs> thank har- you, we, Harvey. Thank you, we thank you so much, Harvey, for for giving us the opportunity to to take the records of your dad and give them a new life, a new home, and, and a, new, a new listenership. Starting right now, the Mad Hatters. So let's move on. Um, uh, this is going to be... You know, we're going to try to keep this at about maybe an hour and 15 uh, because uh, 
you know, we've we've experienced that sometimes they go long and people get bored and they get tired and they say, oh, it's just too long. We can't listen. So let's just get back into the music. Some of this stuff is going to be so rare you never heard it, but others going to be not so rare. This coming up is going to be Woody Herman on a 78 feature in Stan Getz.
place to go Ever get my hands on a dollar bill again I'll hold on to it Till the eagle grin Nobody knows you When you're down and out In my pocket Not one penny And my friends Well, I don't have any But if I get on my Everybody wants to be my friend Oh, it's strange without a doubt Oh, well, there's no man can use you When you're down and That was a four-song set we concluded with Dave Gard and the Whiskey Hill Singers and that uh, woman singer. Uh, let's see, Judy Hensky was just My goodness. singing her... Belting it out. Singing her insides out, wasn't she? <clears throat> yeah. That was something. Nobody Put loves Larry, you. Uh, Eric Clapton to shame. My goodness. Nobody loves you when you're down and out. Uh, that was, I think that was their only album. It's, it's, it's surprising because if you look at the cover, I mean, it's... It looks hokey, doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind of Kingston trio-ish. Yeah, yeah, and they, they got crew cuts, and it just looks silly. Stand-up bass. Yeah, and they're wearing suits and ties, and man, they really... This is It's a very eclectic album. It's I'm surprised by how good it is. Huh. Yeah, anyway, it's Dave Gard and the Whiskey Hill Singers, and um, nobody loves you, but they're... When you're so which one out, is Dave Gard in the picture? I think Dave Gard is the guy with the bass. I see. Yeah. He seems to be the... Most forefront male figure. Yes. And Judy Hensky, of course, is the 
The only, voice. The only female singer. The voice. Yeah. Yes. She's something. Am I hitting this? I think I'm hitting this. I think I sure. gotta put it around the top there like that. There. You know. Uh. Yeah. Way to go. Well, anyway. Uh, edit. Te- edit. Technical difficulties. Edit. Technical Give me difficulty. a hammer. Here, let's do this. Oh. Okay. There. How's that? That's okay. Yeah, that's better. Because I kept on hitting the mic with the the cord and. It's it's this, you're just a mess. Yeah. Okay. Let's tell let's tell the people. <laughs> let's tell all of them who are listening. So other than uh, Whiskey Hill, we started it up with Woody Herman featuring Stan Getz doing Early Autumn, which was probably a quiet number, but pr- really beautiful. Yeah, it's probably Stan Getz's first big well-known song. If you don't count Four Brothers, um, but this was a feature that Woody Herman had for Stan Getz in the early 50s and and you know Stan's got that great tone you can pick up Stan you can figure it Stan anytime that he has that that very Lester Youngish type of intonation but he's got his own sound uh that was a uh, capital 78 and we we went from there to the Zulu soundtrack you ever see that movie I've skipped past it several times. <laughs> I've probably watched about 15 minutes of it in total uh, over many years. It's about a British... Right. It's in the Boer War. Yeah. The... No, I don't think it's the Boer War. It's These are... Because the Boer War was fought by South Africaners versus the British. And this was actually... No, I thought the Boer that... War was the the British... Well, never... Anyway. Well, it's <laughs> some African you know war with yeah. with uh-huh. br- the british and i think the zulu the zulus won uh but that's a cool song off of that uh that album it's called yeah. it's called um stamp and shake and john Barry, who did a lot of the the james bond um soundtracks was the composer and or and conducted the orchestra for that song uh, that's pretty cool. Then we then we I went, wouldn't have found Paul Simon's uh, Graceland so novel had I heard that or remembered that. From right, my that's right. That was that, I was going through these. So like I've mentioned before, you know, I I just went down and I'd grab piles of records from the Connecticut trip and bring them upstairs and clean them and listen to them and it was like, wow, that's a cool song. Yeah. Uh, after that, we did a a group, a psychedelic group called the Bubble Puppy. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, I thought it was very early Moody Blues-ish. <clears throat> it's kind of psychedelic, but in Moody Blues early stuff was psychedelic. Uh, and that song maybe was, early Pink Floyd too. Yeah, Hot Smoke and Sassafras that was called. Wow, wouldn't on, have guessed that. On the well, they, they said it a few times. Oh, well, I guess I missed it. <laughs> and then <laughs> then we um, getting carried away. We played a Vocalion seventy eight by a guy named Bumblebee Slim, uh, a blues. Um, a blues artist from the 30s. I'll meet you in the bottom. And all of these... Uh, well, now you've listed five songs, though. No, one, two, three, four. Woody Herman's. One. Stamp and, and Shake, two. The Bubble Puppy, three. And Bumblebee Slim, four. And Whiskey Hill, five. And Whiskey Hill, five. Yeah, I didn't write that one down. Ha! Huh. Well, you're I, just so you're just bursting at the seams. Okay, well, as I said, you know, I mean, and, and quite honestly, uh, as guy gave me the cue that we were going to start talking in, I thought like already <laughs> we played five songs. <laughs> we're almost halfway done, you know. Jeez, we okay, are. <laughs> we got to get to it, man. Whiskey Hill Singers, I better write that down because we got to pay ASCAP. That's right. 
<clears throat> I hope you guys are enjoying. I hope you guys are enjoying this music because it's it's costing a pretty penny to ASCAP and BMI. Not really, but yeah. <laughs> I just you know it's funny that you were you say that mm -hmm. because uh, I was thinking to myself like. What if you're a Mad Hatter and out of the blue, uh, you, get a, you, get a, you get a check from ASCAP for a penny? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Except I'm, I'm pretty sure ASCAP doesn't pay any money for our playings for our audience of 13. Maybe to the bubble puppy, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get back on. I want to... So this is... This is you're going to laugh. You're you're gonna laugh about this. I'm not gonna say the name of the artist. I'll tell I'll tell you the name of the artist after we play it. But this is not at all what you'd expect. Okay. Okay. Here we go.
sweet man, I love him so, though he's mean as he can be. He's the kind of man, needs the kind of woman like me.
think you're already on number five. Maybe even six. Okay. Uh, All right. I just did not. I was. No, no. We can. I was just trying to figure out. I'm happy to do one more. Okay, let's talk now. And you should not edit out that previous thing. For why? The one where you said more, we're going to play more. And I said, yeah, let's play more. Something like that. Don't edit that out. (laughs) Okay. Pod dog looking for attention down there, Chip. All right. Okay, so, hey, we played a lot of music that time. I think we need to bring our people up to speed. And you. Yeah. So so that first song sounded like the Hollies, pre early Hollies. Oh, and you know that's actually that's not a bad guess. You know who it was? It was Herman's Hermits. Ah. But not, you know, they were kind of more Herman's Hermits they're more poppy and and Hollies were pretty poppy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm mean, I'm not saying that I'm mean, I'm not in a bad way. It's just 
they were. But it's that that early British invasion type of sound, right? Yeah. So that was early early Herman's Hermits. You know, I mean, that's not at all like Mrs. Brown. You've got a lovely daughter. That had nope. a little bit of rock to it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's called um, For Love on the MGM 45. After that, we did a 78. 78 by a group called the Charleston Chasers. The song was called Moanin' Low. It, huh. had, it had a lot of important people on it. Uh, it was recorded, and I've got it right here, handy-dandy little printout. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, recorded in June on June 28, 1929. My goodness. Uh, Phil Napoleon, Miff Mole, Jimmy Dorsey, those were all, and Dave Tuff, those are all big names in jazz. Um, from the 20s? From the 20s and Dave Tuff into the 40s. And, and Jimmy Dorsey into the 40s, too. Yeah. Uh, and Eva Taylor was the, the singer. I would presume it's Tommy's brother. It, yes, and they were the Dorsey brothers at one point. Uh-huh. And, and, you Until know, they've had a falling out. They still remained the Dorsey brothers. They just weren't together. Yeah, they did have kind many. Like the, they had many fallings kind out. Like or, the Alvins. Have you heard this? They had many, many, many fallings out. Like Dave and Phil, or or the Oasis brothers, who are the Gallagher. Yes, right. I think they may be permanently separated now. I think <laughs> Dave, knows? you know, Dave and Phil, they get together from time to time, and you know, it's just hard to be. You know, so creative, such creative energy with your brother, I guess. Well, and, and even just, the Everly brothers. Just think I think, of the competition. Oh yeah, they ended up hating each other. Yeah, yeah. but just think of the competition. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, my. You know, I didn't. I didn't have. I had my older brother was quite a bit older, so we didn't have that going on. I don't see any competition with the young brothers. <clears throat> Angus Young and oh. Mal. Is it Malcolm Young? Is the other one? Did one of them die? Didn't I think one of them, yeah, yeah. died the with past the, couple with, years. With like Alzheimer's or something. Yeah, yeah. It was something really Yeah, Malcolm tragic. and Angus. Malcolm yeah. and Angus, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Done talking about Tommy Dorsey? Not sure the Van Halen brothers had a problem. No, Alex and Eddie. I mean, I think I think, I think Alex knew he couldn't play guitar like Eddie. <laughs> and Eddie what, probably knew he couldn't play drums. Wasn't he the bass player? No, Alex was the drummer. Okay, see, this is Van Halen, and it didn't didn't matter to me really. <laughs> Michael Michael something was the bassist. Okay, all right. Uh, Michael something didn't matter to you either. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So the no, next... he was he was a good bassist. I mean, so, we you know bassists never get cred. So so <clears throat> the next song was one that when I took my headphone off and I said, "What's going on?" You said, "This is a very muddy mix," uh, but it was. I think it's supposed to be. It, it was the the name of the group. I just thought like they had so many things going on. You know, it had a great beginning, organ beginning, and 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 then just I mean, so many things going on, and then it just kind of turned into a blurry mess. Of yes, music. <laughs> yes, but it was. I think it's of the time, nineteen okay. sixty-eight, sixty-nine. Yeah, we seem to be well meshed into the sixties tonight. Well, but yeah, for the seventy-eight. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think the guy. I don't think Harvey's dad had. You know, records from the 2000s, you know. <laughs> sure, but we got the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the maybe and even we, the and 80s. And we played some of that stuff. Yeah. We played some of that stuff. So this, so uh, the name of the group that did this, that that was called Arzachel. And it was. It wasn't Archangel? No, Arzachel. And it sure looked like Archangel to me. It's Arzachel. 
the name of the group okay. was called Uriel. And it, but if you have to go to Wikipedia to get the whole Uriel, U R I E L is the name of the group. Yes, and the album is it's called Arzachel. Arzachel. But the but it was like a one off. <laughs> okay. Uriel was a one off. So this is like the first line. Uriel, this is in Wikipedia. Okay. Uriel were an English psychedelic blues rock band formed in 1968, consisting of Steve in Hillage. The 60s again. See, Steve Hillage. Wasn't he the lead singer of Humble Pie at one point? Uh, I could not say. You know who played that organ? Dave Stewart. Of the Eurythmics? Must be. How many Dave no. Stewarts are there? Uh, there's No. Gotta be. Hey, listen. The Eurythmics were in the 80s, so it's only he 20 was, years it, later. And he was an older guy yeah, in the Eurythmics. 15, 20 years later. So I think, yeah. Dave Stewart. I think it's the same. Oh, wow. And Clive Brook. And then they, they just came together and they got studio time, one record, and they did that. And they, they it was all under pseudonym, pseudonyms. Because they were probably all contracted out to other groups yeah, and stuff, eh? Yeah. So that song was called Leg. Yeah. Leg. Leg. All L-A-G. right. But it, it had... It had I, I, well, that was a unique number you're not going to hear anywhere else, folks. <laughs> well, that's probably true of a lot of things we play here. <laughs> that's true. At least we try. <laughs> the next one was a song called Jackass Blues on 78 by a group called Thomas Morris and his Seven Hot Babies. So both that song and the song you concluded on just really reminded me of a Grateful Dead song. I mean, just classic blues, obviously, but... Um, I don't know. I, 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 it's coming to me like Golden Road, but I'm not sure if that's the name of the song. Where it's you know, I just remember uh, number one occupation is stealing women from their men. <clears throat> anyway, had that had that same cadence, and I just kept hearing Bob Weir over it. Go yeah, ahead. That that song was recorded in 1926. No way. Yeah, the the Jackass Blues, 1926, and I don't have. Maybe I'm not thinking of the same song. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, I, don't, I don't, nobody was. No, definitely not. It was the next one. Yeah. Because you played so many, I, I'm getting confused. Nobody that was in Thomas Morrison as Seven Hot Babies is anybody that I. You could have a group in 1929 named something something in the Seven Hot Babies. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you did. They did. And they played Jackass Blues. But I don't know any of them. But this record, this one, thank you, Harvey, was, it's another rare one. It's it's worth a little bit of money. Yeah. So uh, that was good. And then we finished it up with this. No. Yes. We went through. Okay, look it. Herman's Hermits, Charleston Chasers, Arzachel, Thomas Morris, Morris and his Seven Hot Babies. And then we ended it up with this group called For Sale. No. Yes. We, we played six songs. You forgot to write one down again. I don't think so. All right. Well, tell me about the for for sale. Folks. Well, for sale. It's I don't know anything about it. I didn't do the wiki on that one, but it's called. Um, the name of the group is for sale with a with a number four dash sale. Yeah, I, I just figured that was like a cutout kind of thing. Like it, this like, is, like this 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 forty five is actually for sale. <laughs> this is a promo. This is a promo forty five. So who knows whether they were even anything? It had a good sound though to it. It was very it was all right. Rocky blues, you know. Yeah. That one again reminded me of the Grateful Dead. Baby, Gold. please don't tease. Yeah, but I could nice see. Title. I could. I could hear Bob Weir doing that. Sure. Yeah. 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 That let's let's send it in to him. We could maybe he could. <laughs> you know, maybe we could do something about that. Anyway, so, so that's I. I'm pretty sure that I wrote them all down. I, okay. 
Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Should we go back to some more music? Unless people are tired of, yeah, probably they are, tired of us just talking nonsense. Maybe you can get out of the 60s with the modern stuff. If it's not a 78, can it be from another decade? Uh, I'll try, I'll just, I don't even know what this is. I can't remember. It's been such a long time since I went through these. All right, here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to make sure this is the right one. I don't no, you, know. no you don't. You yeah, can play. We can play anything. No, no, no. I got a cheat list here. Ah. I got a cheat list. Uh, see, it was worthwhile. I turned it over.
Kind of spooky. Spacey. Spacey. You know what the name of that song was? No. Lost in Space. All right, then. By Jeff Bridges. The Jeff Bridges? The actor Jeff Bridges. My goodness. Yes. So you wanted, uh, you, you, were, you were getting impatient with the old stuff, so you wanted something a little bit more modern. Uh, we started that. <laughs> we started That's that, a mischaracterization. We started that set off. Well, because you know, I mean, you know, I I I have no bounds in <laughs> in in my music, you know. No, I was just saying that it seemed that we were either playing a '78 or something from the '60s. Yeah, we should just you know broaden our horizons. We and did. You did. We did. And we did. We yeah. did. So that we started that off with people named Peggy Scott and JoJo Benson doing a 45 song called Lover's Holiday. It sounds very definitely has this Motown sound, but I think probably more Philadelphia. Late 60s, early 70s. Uh, Remember, this is all part of Harvey's um, dad's stuff. So, you know. But interestingly enough... Although I suspect we played a couple things from Harvey's collection. Could be. It could be. I, I have a hard time thinking that his dad bought something we played, but go ahead. 
the seventy eights? No, something you're about to explain. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he, <laughs> his his dad his dad would have purchased Thelonious Monk seventy eight on Blue Note. That does not surprise. No, me. that that's that's that was the second thing you played. Yeah, that was the second thing I played. Yeah, that and that uh, that was good. Uh, Thelonious Monk seventy eight Blue Note. Uh, yeah. Sahib, what's the guy's name? Hold on, hold on, time out. Hold on, closer to the mic. <laughs> the sax player on that was a guy named Sahib. Shehab and Art Blakey was the drummer. All right, then. That's you know, those are, those are pretty famous jazz names. Um, that's my chair squeaking. And then we then we did a 2014 song by James Williamson and Carolyn Wonderland called "Open Up and Bleed," written by Iggy Pop and. Carolyn, somebody, no, James Williamson. Okay, Iggy Pop and James Williamson. I was listening to the people talking. So, I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, you know, that this uh, elder gentleman would pick up that disc. He may have. I mean, it was a great tune. Okay, so, this guy had, his tastes were all over the board. He and I were very similar. He's got, this stuff is all over the place. So, I, I wouldn't really, boom. <laughs> it wouldn't really, there's that there's that chord again. It wouldn't really surprise me that he would have actually picked that up somehow. You know, maybe at a record store day thing or something. Maybe 2014. Yeah. It was uh, you know kind of. It was cool. red vinyl. It was red vinyl. Yes, it was very cool. Uh, we then went to another fairly modern. I mean, you know, in in this. This is the one that I'm pretty sure Harvey bought. Gene Simmons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Burning up with fever. So, so we, we had, had a little dispute. discussion off off mic, yeah, uh, about whether these were like packaged. These these solo albums were packaged with with other albums. They weren't. They were independent. Each of the four Kiss members, and I probably like seventy eight, did a solo album, and they were independently available. And I just thought they all. I thought they came in a package. So remember, Ace Freely had a big hit with back in the New York right. Groove. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was an album. And it, I just remember that. The only reason you had the Peter Chris album was because it came with the other three. No, <laughs> if I if no. I recall, now granted I wasn't, uh, you know, that's that's my childhood. So, but. Kiss Kiss was a thing. No offense, Peter. I, I actually <laughs> like. I don't recall your album being very good. But. I actually like their their a lot. It's called Alive, isn't it? That came out in about seventy five or seventy six. Right. It's got Strutter. That was, that was the big the big. Strutter, they were everywhere. Strutter, and then what was the fox on the? No, that was sweet. What was sweet the, was foxy? Yeah, no. What was the other one that was kind of like that? Well, ball, ballroom blitz ah, was the well, other rock hit. and roll well, all night. Party every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was on the same album. Yeah, yeah. The, that was, and then they went into. Bath. Well, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about Kiss, but I, I always assumed. I don't that, either. I always assumed that. Those songs came from prior albums, and then they were on. Oh the, yeah, because Alive was the live album. Yeah, you know, right. you know the the reprise, rep, reprise. I don't, I don't reprisal. Reprise, I think it's called okay. the, the 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 lost leaders that that the the albums that they put out in the seventies, the, okay. the sampler albums. Okay. One of the ones that I purchased in about seventy four has Strutter from an album cut, not from the the Alive album. Mm. Anyway, a little bit of trivia there. Uh, I, was, I was never into Kiss. I, there's some, I could uh, not get Pat. The I makeup? Mean, 
Exactly. Yeah. I tell you, Strutter. I mean, I was young enough to suffer through their amusement park movie, which was just I never saw trash. it. Never saw just it. But they, did you play pinball on the Kiss pinball machine? No, I just but the I just whole thing. You just never turned, turned you off. Yeah, thought it was just stupid. They 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 were rockers. I I definitely liked Fox. On, they were. I mean, Fox on the Run. Party all party night. all night. Yeah, yep. whatever. Uh, I want to rock and roll yeah. all night. And then, and then we of course ended up with Jeff Bridges doing a song space something. "Lost in Space" from the soundtrack of a a Quincy Jones soundtrack for a movie called "John and Mary." Have you and ever heard Dustin of that? Dustin Hoffman played John. Yeah, I've never heard of that album. Never heard of never that heard movie. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Or the album, or anything. But now we have, and this yeah. is what this is like: Deep Cut City, right here. It is. This is what we do. We're introducing the 13 of the people that listen to us on a regular basis to stuff they've never heard or we probably never will hear again. Okay, so we're now at 16, and we're going to knock it off. We're going to break at 18. We're going to cut off at 18. Um, I'm going to play another 78. (laughs) Because 1960. No, no, a 78. This one's like really old, like super old. This is like from 1906. It doesn't say on the, my goodness on the information I have. It doesn't. It doesn't have the information as to when it was recorded. But it was. I know that it was in the 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 the, the, the first 1900s. decade of yeah. the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a one sided seventy eight, which is a tip off. Is before they started putting them on both sides, and this it's pretty is, thick vinyl. This I see. is called, and I don't mean it looks to, like an Edison disc, but it's not. It's not, and I it, it's could be offensive it's the song is called the colored major okay okay uh there's no words i don't think because it's a banjo solo by a famous banjoist named vess osman well i am dying to hear this Uh, you'll like it i think because i know you like banjo yeah yeah so plus just i mean my goodness something that's 110 years old i know it is pretty amazing yeah truly amazing yeah so let's play it Thank you. 
so that was it. What do you think? Lovely. Yeah. That's no Foggy Mountain Breakdown. But. No, no, no. Vern Osman, I think, was one of the first banjo, uh, you know, experts that they recorded. I don't know. It's on. It's an old. It's an old seventy-eight on Columbia. I think it sounds cool. It does. Yeah. So I think the, you know, I think that uh, this is a taste of the the Connecticut adventure. I think we probably ought to just uh, we we should play one more song and then we can consult with one another about if we want to do another show and when about with more records from Col- Connecticut and when that could be. But you know we're already up to this. This next song will be eighteen, and so I think we're about done. All right. Well, it you know better be worthy of a finale. Well, I don't know if it is or not because it's been a while since I listened to these. But <laughs> but I do have a, a sense that I was pretty impressed by this one album. Um, Brian Auger used to be in a band called the Oblivion Express. He started off as a jazz pianist, organist, and then branched into prog rock. Uh, and and he's always been kind of on the line between jazz and prog rock. He he was in a group for a while called the Trinity. And the Trinity and Brian Auger teamed up with this woman named Julie Driscoll to do one album called Jules and Brian. This is one of the songs from that album. I think it's a pretty good album. And so this is the song I selected. And I can't remember what it's like, but I, I wrote it down as the one to play from the album. So let's play it. All right. And now, folks, this is it. We're done. We're going to sign off now. And and uh, and this will this will take you to the end of the the the, the show and the dead the dead air after we get done with this so don't expect us to talk anymore thanks for showing up and listening we appreciate you we do it's just fun for us i hope it's fun for you this is chip saying goodbye and it's guy also saying goodbye